I came across a fascinating study the other day about gratitude. In 2021, a psychology study was published by Harvard Health where three groups were asked to write reflections about their week. One group wrote about things that irritated them or made them unhappy during the week. Another group wrote about events in the week that affected them with no emphasis on them being positive or negative. And the last group wrote about things that they were grateful for during the week. After 10 weeks, researchers found that the group that wrote about gratitude reported feeling more optimistic and better about their lives. I mean, that's incredible. It seems like such a simple thing, right? To pull back and just reflect on what you're feeling grateful for. And it seems like an especially important practice for the more complicated parts of your life, like your finances. But how exactly do you do that? That's why I reached out to Abby Goodlaxon. Abby is a physical education and health teacher at Okavoji High School in Northwest Iowa. Abby has a reputation around the state for being an energetic educator who takes a holistic approach to wellness and health with a focus on gratitude. It's one of many reasons why she was the Iowa Physical Education Teacher of the Year in 2016. And I'm very lucky to say that she was one of my high school teachers. I wanted to ask her about how to practice gratitude, even when it's hard. Hi, Abby. Thank you so much for joining us for Dream Plan Live. How are you? I am great, Emma. Thanks for having me. Well, tis the season to talk about gratitude, especially with Thanksgiving coming up. So as we start to tackle this question, I think a really natural place for us to start would be, what is gratitude? How do you define gratitude? You know, that's a great question, Emma. And I, I pondered this for a while. And I, I define gratitude as having the power of appreciation, right? So just living in the now, living in the present moment um, is just my definition of gratitude. That's fantastic. Yeah. And that's a really hard thing to do to anchor yourself in the present. And I think when people think about practicing gratitude, they maybe think that gratitude is something that they practice when things look bad or if there's a special holiday coming up. So I appreciate that you frame gratitude as something that helps you be in the present moment, because I think that's something that's really hard for people to do. So I know for you, gratitude is a skill that you say needs to be practiced every day. Why is that? Yeah, that's a great, that's a great way of looking at it. Um, you know, because we do, we think of bad things or, you know, I'll be grateful when, you know, this happens or whatever. So it's just not the case. And you can wait for gratitude all your life. And, you know, if you don't get it, you know, what are you going to do with your life? You're going to feel negative. You know, you're going to look out that negative lens. So gratitude just sets the tone for the day. Right. And, um, it's all about the thoughts that we're having, um, that are racing through our heads at any given moment. So think of it this way, ask yourself or your coworkers, these questions, is there anyone here who has something they could, if they wanted to complain about, probably have raise of hands, right? We can all think of something that we could complain about. Um, And then the flip-flop side of that, is there anyone here who has something they could, if they wanted to, be grateful for? So it's a good indicator of where the majority of your thoughts are at that given moment. 
right? So are we, are we looking out of the lens of positivity or negativity? And so that's going to set the tone for your day. Um, and so that's a good way to look at it. Um, that's something that I think of a lot, especially when I step foot <laughs> out of my bed right in the morning is, you know, you know, it, what, what lens am I going to look out of today? And obviously I want to look out of the, the positive lens. Yeah. I think again, that is such a good way to think about it because I'm not hearing you say that gratitude means forcing yourself to think that everything looks awesome in your life right now, but it's asking you to take an equal and really authentic stock of what is good in your life and letting yourself lean into what is good and what you're grateful for. So how do you practice gratitude? What are the steps? What are the skills? Sure. So Emma, it's, you know, I, I, I teach this empowerment process called eight to great. And so one of the huge rules of eight to great is um, to think of three gratitudes from the past 24 hours with no repeats. So you're thinking, oh my gosh, no repeats. What the heck? Well, it's amazing because when I, I'll just use me as an example. When I first started in 2011, when I was first trained, um, you know, I put family, food, and friends. I mean, very simple. That's usually what people put, right? So, so the no repeat would be, well, I can't say family ever again. But you can be more specific and say, I'm grateful for my mom's food. I'm grateful for, uh, you know, my mom's generosity. I'm grateful. So that's what it means by repeat. They just, you're not supposed to use the same words every single time. Um, so it just gets you, uh, more in the mindset of, you know, if I woke up tomorrow morning and I didn't have something, what would I be grateful for? Absolutely. So how do you practice gratitude every single day? I mean, do you share your gratitudes? Do you keep them to yourself in a journal? What does that process look like on a daily basis for you? Well, I, you know, I teach this empowerment program uh, in the schools and it's primarily with freshmen. And so, um, you know, that's just one way. Um, I think they keep me accountable, um, which is awesome. You know, teenagers keep you young and vibrant. <laughs> that's what I like about teaching high schoolers. But I do have 13 different email uh, gratitude email groups that I'm a part of. And a lot of times I start those in the morning. Um, so that's awesome. Um, you know, it's just one of those things where it's research has actually shown that it's one thing to be grateful and to think of those things in your mind, but it's another thing, you know, it's just another level up to actually share those with others. And so, you know, those 13 different gratitude groups that I'm a part of, um, it's just amazing to get email after email after email all day long from different groups of people across the United States, you know, students, whoever it is, um, just sharing their gratitudes. And it just raises your vibrations. It, it definitely raises your energy level. Yeah. And I imagine too, in those groups, you maybe see something that somebody else is feeling grateful for that day and think, oh my gosh, that's something that I'm also grateful for. And just being able to share that connection and have those reminders would also help you feel grounded in gratitude. So you've already touched on this a little bit, but I would love to hear you talk more about how practicing gratitude every day has made a difference in your life. Because like you said, this is something that you need to think about in really specific ways. And as you said, it's a daily practice. Like, going for a run or eating three meals a day. Right. You know, so I, it's definitely raised my energy level. And we would talk about energy a lot 
I think about energy a lot and, you know, we're, we're all made of energy, right? So it's like, it's talk about the lens that we look out of. Um, it just, it puts things into perspective. So uh, it's not that I'm poly, you know, perky Pollyanna all the time where I'm, you know, everything's hunky dory and I have a great life, you know, things happen, but what do you do with that? Right. How do you react or be more proactive and have some gratitude um, for, you know, those difficult times as well as the, the, the fun ones. Right. Um, I see life from a different lens. So, you know, like I said before, the majority of my, of my time, I choose to focus on the positive and I have tended to hang out more as I've aged with people that raise my energy level, um, raise my vibrations, um, you know, cause we're on that same level where, uh, it's just, it's just easier. You don't have, you don't have the drama. You don't have all of that, whether it's coworkers or friends or family. Yeah, absolutely. And again, it comes back to taking stock of what makes you feel good. And then conversely reflecting on maybe what doesn't make you feel good. Absolutely. So, on Dream Plan Live, we talk a lot about how we can break down things in life that are really complicated, like making a really big financial decision or budgeting and things that I know in my life can make me feel weighed down sometimes. So how would you say that somebody can practice gratitude when it comes to dealing with the business side of their life? Absolutely. So uh, recently, there's been this positive psychology research And um, they have concluded that happiness isn't the cause of gratitude or the cause. um, It's actually the result. So gratitude actually comes before success and before happiness in almost every situation, which is totally amazing, right? So there's this awesome TED Talk uh, that I show the students um, and I've shared it with a lot of my friends as well. And it's, his name is Sean Aker. It's called the happiness advantage and it's linking positive brains to performance. So basically it's trying to, it's telling us to rewire how to rewire our brains to more positive. Um, The kids really latch on. There's five different examples of how we can do that. And one of them is gratitude, uh, which is totally awesome. Um, But I would highly recommend this to any business person Um, you know, or a person, like you said, that's, you know, dealing with finances or, I mean, it could help in any way, shape or form in anyone's life. One Gallup poll found that 65% of Americans reported receiving no recognition or appreciation at work. So that's an astounding number. And about that, you know, recognition and appreciation and gratitude, those all go hand in hand. Um, So there is definitely power in feeling appreciated and sharing those gratitude, that gratitude that you have towards others, right? And so, you know, not only if you're a boss or a coworker or, you know, whatever your profession is, it's so important to tell people and to share with people how much you appreciate them and how much gratitude you have for them. So um, this poll also found that these characteristics of coworkers also, um, you know, receive regular appreciation. So here are some things that uh, improved in their life. And at, at work. So improved individual productivity, positive social interaction, a greater longevity in their jobs and fewer accidents at work. So um, it just goes to show you that gratitude is just a it's a huge part of our lives. And um, it's something that we can't take for granted. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, hearing all of that information, something that I'm taking away is that gratitude is foundational and it's a motivator. It's a motivator to not just 
make changes in our lives because there are some things that are more difficult to change or not possible to change, especially when we're thinking about circumstantial things in our lives. But gratitude is foundational and motivational in that it helps you feel more centered and feel more positive about where you are. And also, as you said, encourage you to spread that to the people around you and build a better environment for yourself. Yes, exactly. I, you, you couldn't have said it better, Emma. <laughs> well, that's very nice. Abby, thank you so much for taking a few minutes out of your day to talk to us. I know I'm leaving our conversation feeling very uplifted, and I hope you know that learning about gratitude from you at Okoboji meant a lot to me as well. So thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much, Emma. Thanks again to our guest, Abby Goodlaxon, for sharing her expertise today. Dream, Plan, Live is a podcast presented by Bank Midwest. You can find more resources and answers to your top-of-mind questions by visiting our website at bankmidwest.com blogs. And if you liked this episode, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite episodes. This podcast was hosted and produced by me, Emma Meyer, with Emma Meyer Content Marketing. We're so excited to share more conversations with you. Keep dreaming big, and we'll see you soon. Bank Midwest, member FDIC.